Hey, this is Alyssa. This is Josue. And we're from the band Harper. And we listen to Portland Radio Project. This is Anthony Medici from Liquid Light. I'm Vince. I'm Boyd. This is Josh from Adverse Effects. This is Mike Collins from Mets, Ryan, and Collins. This is Haley Johnson. You're listening to Portland Radio Project. So you're listening to Portland Radio Project. This is the Portland Playlist. We have a really exciting show. Hi, Mark. Hi, Stephanie. Hi. Hello. How are you guys? Good. But first, Veronica. Yeah, first. first. This is our first show on the radio. Yeah. So. So you are listening on Radio Land to the Portland Playlist, and we are on Wednesday nights from 7 to 9 p.m. And I'm Terry Briggs, and sitting across from me is the lovely... Veronica, just Veronica. Just I like Veronica. Madonna and Cher. I only need one name. Capital V. I'm good to go. I'm good to go. Yeah. Commercial free music station, Portland Radio Project, will now be on the air 24 hours a day on 99.1 FM. And if wow. you are listening yeah. on the radio and you want to know how else you can hear the show, you can stream it online at prp.fm. So there's two ways for you to listen to us. And um, our show, for those of you newly joining us, is all about the local musicians. And we have them in the studio with us from 7 to 9 every Wednesday night. We play their musical influences for the first hour, which is always a lot of fun. And the second hour, we play their original material. And then, if we're lucky, they play some live, which is what our guests are going to do tonight. So welcome, <laughs> Stephanie and Mark Bowden. Thank you. Two local people who I think you're yeah. going to really enjoy once uh, you start hearing their music. But first, we're going to be talking to Stephanie and playing her um, musical influences thanks for having us on today yeah it's so fun and stephanie you may have recognized her voice because she was on portland radio project for for a short while and we just um are talking about maybe getting her back in here i do love i do love talking on the radio (laughs) (laughs) oh my she's got that radio voice yeah i i did i love to test out the the lower registers and then i would find myself reading a that a news piece in that lower register and finding it to be completely inappropriate yeah (laughs) just because i was testing the waters a little bit and then i would realize what i was reading and i'd be like oh oops no get get the higher voice Heavy rains. Oh, that's well, funny. Well, you know, you got to keep people on their toes at seven forty-five in the morning Absolutely. when they're on. I know you do work. have to shake it up. Chaos yeah. and confusion. <laughs> that's a good name yeah. for a show. There we go. That, we were just talking about show names. We were. There do you, you know, go. To Portland Radio Project for, for chaos, chaos and, and confusion. confusion. <laughs> I think I could do that one really well. Yeah. I'm chaos and confused every day. I think. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, let's get started with some of your influences. Mm-hmm. We'll play a couple. We'll chat about them. Sounds great. Folks out there, if you are tuning in on our website, prp.fm, make sure you go onto the talk board and let us know what you're thinking about Stephanie's breathy, sexy voice. Do tell. <laughs> Do tell. And if you have any questions for her, please ask away, and we will try to get her to answer. Oh, Amazing. she'll. Oh, we'll make her. Oh, oh. oh there's no trying away. here. This is going to be your chance to ask me any questions that oh, you want. I'll answer my. them all. Okay. All right. Well, it's a challenge, it's folks. It's a challenge. <laughs> Get thinking. Haley Johnson, Feel the Water. And before that, we heard Elka Robitaille. Am I saying her last name right? Elkie Robitaille. I was kind of close. close. Sorry. Kind of close. <laughs> Sorry, she needs to just go with one name like I do. It's yeah, just exactly. easier that she way. Just went with <laughs> so tell us why those two songs. Well, 
they're beautiful songs. Yeah. That's that's an obvious. But why those two songs? You you did some backups on one of these songs. I did. Well, not one of those songs, but on Elkie's new oh, album. Okay. And um, well, they're they're both friends of mine, and they're both lovely human beings, and yes. I, I admire the way that they conduct themselves um, within the community, personally, music wise. They do a lot of reaching out to co musicians, and. Um, I, they always put on a really good show, very yeah. professional, very kind and open-hearted. Mm-hmm. And one thing that I noticed is you can you can like somebody and then you can like music, and those two things always, don't always go hand in hand. Sure. And with those two individuals, it very much does. They're mm-hmm. both creating quality, mm-hmm. heartfelt product and also are genuinely, truly kind and likable people. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't I know Elkie, but I do know Haley, and, and that is so true of it's her. It's so true, mm-hmm. yeah. And um, humility, mm-hmm. but they both carry themselves with a lot of just um, not not putting on any airs or you know, trying to pretend like they know it all. Right. Just willing to share their knowledge right. and And resources. being willing to grow in their music. And yes, and know? share that experience, mm-hmm. which I think is people are very interested yeah. in hearing about how somebody is going to grow. Not necessarily, here's a perfect product, right. but mm-hmm. what's that journey like? Where did you right. start? Where are you now? Where are right. you going? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and because Haley does a, you know, a solo act and then she'll do an act with the, you know, with her band yeah. and which are quite different. Yeah. And she is, she's always kind of stretching, okay, where am I going to go and what are we doing? And, and it's wonderful to, to hear them. And then she does the beautiful work with Michael Allen Harrison too. Which, oh, I haven't heard that. Oh, she sings. Yeah. She's got some songs that she sings with him on the oh, piano. And I just are, saw something about that. Yeah. They're just beautiful. I can only imagine. Mm-hmm. And I did want to say that I really loved how you incorporated in your influences a lot of our local musicians. Absolutely. I just thought that was wonderful. It's the first time I think anybody's done that. Once in a while they have mm-hmm. maybe one yeah. local band or musician in here, but you had several. Well, I I grew up with a lot of instruments in the house, but not a lot of music in the house, like produced music. And so um, my musical upbringing has been a lot of by but the community. Mm-hmm. It's been the people around me who have reached out and shared their resources and um, just supported me. And that is that is where a lot of it comes from. Well, that's great. Yeah. And what a nice payback, but to play them oh, and yeah. give them some airplay. I think that's really Absolutely. nice. So you mentioned... Talk, uh, kind of being able to see and feel the journey that an artist goes through. Mm-hmm. How did your journey start? My journey started. I I was trained vocally, and I was in choir in school, and then my. I, and we apparently need to have a word with that choir teacher yes, at some point because I the critique. Yeah. Or, I or, think you should tell that if uh-huh. you like, because you know I'm sure that it, the story resonates with a lot of people, uh-huh. and maybe there's some young people listening that is having this same exact experience, yeah. and you could. You could encourage them to yeah. keep going. <laughs> I've never actually shared this specific story. As I was in high school, share and Stephanie. I will share. share Stephanie. Share. You can call me for a moment, but C H E R. That's your other instead show. of Stephanie yeah, Strange. Exactly. <laughs> Changing it. This is the journey, people. <laughs> this is what makes it riveting. Um, I was in choir throughout high school, and everybody always said, "Oh, you have such a beautiful voice," but I had trouble blending. I have a very strong voice, and I was operatically trained. And then um, I was promised I would make the elite choir group senior year of high school. I had one more year to make it, didn't make it junior year, and then I didn't. And I was so crushed. Mm -hmm. And there were a lot of 
other reasons, but that was one of the main reasons is that I have always just been an artist and I wasn't able to um, find my niche in the high school I was going to. And so I switched to an art school my last year in high school and all my grades went up across the board. Mm-hmm. My final project was the first song I ever wrote. I wrote it for wow. that final project. Wow. And so I discovered that maybe I wasn't just a singer, but a songwriter mm-hmm. as well. And um, it was the right move for me. Just I didn't fit into where I thought I was going to fit in. Wow. Yeah. Was it that first song that you wrote, did it initiate and originate as a song? You seem to be very literarily influenced. Poems and short stories seem to be something that you really gravitate towards. So was that first song an actual song or was it a poem or something that you put to paper? Oh, it was a terrible song about um, literally the most stereotypical um, believe me you don't know me those are lyrics from it I still remember it yes oh so much angst (laughs) you don't you don't know me nobody knows me I'm different (laughs) however it's so true right yeah yeah (laughs) nobody does know anybody especially in high school I think yeah just because every single teenager says it doesn't mean it's not true that means it's more true exactly (laughs) that might be the hit and if only there was a song that somebody's saying saying that when you're in high school because you wouldn't feel so darned alone yeah exactly (laughs) (laughs) thinking you were the only one thinking these things Oh. Well, thankfully, you did not let that choir experience crush yeah. you and stop you from performing and singing because no. you moved on and found where you needed to be, Yeah, and the rest is history. And that was a huge part. Um, my parents throughout the years have been so supportive. They put me in singing lessons when I started to, just when I was speaking, I was singing, and they were just like, oh. all right, get this broad in singing lessons because she <laughs> sings like a bird, and um, they put me in singing lessons, made sure I did choir, and I complained about it the entire time, no discipline at all. And then when I did quit, and my mom was kind of, I think she was surprised by that, then she said, okay, and then she got me my first guitar that Christmas that I had left everything, and she said, you're not done. This is, it looks different than it used to look, but you're not done yet, and she was right. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Thanks, Mom of Stephanie. Thank you, Mommy. It was being a good mom. All right, let's check out a couple more influences, okay? Sounds great. And that was The Honey Divers, Everyone Drowns. And before that, we heard Karen and The Ender. And we were, I think we were all commenting that that's an exceptionally beautiful and touching song. I didn't put the two and two together, mm-hmm. really what it was about. I guess I was personalizing it very much in a, in a very different way. Yes, that's the beauty of that song. Yeah. It can be, yeah. You can, what's interesting about it is you still feel the, the, the depth of the emotion of the performance. Right. But you can apply it to your own situation. Yeah. Perfect, perfect writing. So maybe we should tell our listeners what that is about because they aren't knowing what we're talking about. Well, uh, the artist is Karen Ann, and the song was a, a last-minute addition to her um, her record in the depths when we were producing it. Uh, she just brought this in. Her she had two cats. Um, Oscar, she still has. I don't remember what. Remember what the name of the other one? Yeah, I don't remember. But he was sick and died, and she had to. She was there with him when he died, and. I think within hours after she had him put down, because he died in her arms, she wrote this song. And we were in the middle of finishing mm, up the record. She came even. in with it and said, I have a tune. Can we put mm. it on the record? It was like, we have to put it on the record. And it's as she recorded it, just her in her house, piano, garage band, and mics. Wow. Yeah. And it is so beautiful and yeah. quite different from 
from what she usually does. And you're listening to Mark talk about this, and Mark plays um, with Karen yeah, quite yeah. often, and you tour with her, and you're going out again soon. In the fall, yeah. So an incestuous little circle we have. I know. <laughs> That's the Portland music scene, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> One big community. And Stephanie, why did you have that song on your list? Um, I just think or it's... Karen Ann, I guess, in particular. Well, she's a great friend. She, um, we met when af- right after she had come to Portland and connected pretty immediately. She's another one of those just genuine herself people, yeah. and I, I dearly love her, and I love her music. And I mean, that's a perfect example. Mm-hmm. She lost her cat. She sat down on her piano with GarageBand and recorded these tracks, and there were very little touch-ups. Mm-hmm. That just shows how talented she is. Yeah. But she's not one of those people that acts like she knows it. I'm not mm-hmm. sure if she knows it. You would never... She doesn't walk around with anything else besides I am me, always. And I, I just really I respect the way that she conducts herself and genuinely like her as a person, too. And she wrote a song about her cat. Come on. Well, right there. Right there. She gets 10 extra points. Well, yeah, at least (laughs) Wow. And how about the Honey Divers song? The Honey Divers, um, Tim Carpless is in the Honey Divers, and he co-produced the um, album Pretty Deadly, actually. And he was the sound engineer on the project and really helped pull it together, kind of sat down and... um, went above and beyond and I was like, well, how am I going to do this? And he, he came over onto my porch and he had a piece of paper and he said, this is how you're going to do it. Mm-hmm. How much money do you have? Okay, this is how we're going to get it done. And um, sprinkled in magic and played keys on the album. And I've known him for years and just a very giving person within the music community. He plays Mm. in a ton of projects. He plays every instrument that has ever been invented and is just always knows what to give songs. A lot like Mark, where it's just Mm. you just kind of a lot of musicians. Sometimes you play with them and they have so much of their own style Mm -hmm. that it'll just be like, oh, that's great. But take it back a little bit and then there are some musicians who hear exactly what the song needs and give it exactly what it needs Mm -hmm. and um, Tim is definitely one of those people and so I really like to um, other people to see his his main projects where he does a lot of the songwriting because he gives so much of himself to other projects that a lot of times that'll go second for him because Mm -hmm. he sees the talent in other people and I just love the Honey Divers it's an amazing Mm -hmm. album yeah it's interesting Tim Tim is a I don't say this lightly. Tim is a sort of Brian Wilson, hmm. Beach Boys genius savant. Because he does play everything. But it's really rare in a musician to find somebody who can play on a track and for one complete take, not only be finish the take with no flaws, but the take is musically and artistically brilliant, wow. compositionally brilliant. Like to compose on the fly like that, I can count on one hand the number of players in the years I met who could actually do that. Wow. You roll the tape, it's great, it's done, and it's brilliant. Wow. One shot. And Tim's that kind of guy on multiple instruments. Wow. So, so he would know how to interpret clouds falling on a cinder? If anybody could do it, <laughs> he could, he could do, do it, it and make it. it into real music. <laughs> That's definitely true. And Mark is one of those people, too. Mark yeah, came in and played Mark. electric on um, Pretty Deadly and just brought all the pedals in the world and just made the song. It was mm. it was maybe one take, and you were just you said a couple times, like, nope, let me do that again. And he did it again, and then it was done. And then out, wow. and the song was different after Mark left. It wow. was realized through just that, just that instrument. It was metal. It was <laughs> so metal. Everyone and, keeps telling me I'm more rock and roll than I realize. It's... 
this guy brings the rock. Oh, and it was wonderful. So don't go away listeners because from eight to nine, we're going to play Stephanie's music and pretty deadly is one of those songs. And it is, Oh, Mark's guitar on that Mm -hmm. is fabulous. Tasty. Yeah. (laughs) It's yummy. All your songs were, are just yummy. You guys let me roll with it. Yeah, no, you, and, and, and you did it, you rolled with it really well. well. Yeah, there are some musicians where I have to ask them what I want, and I have to sort of communicate, and then there are some musicians who it's, it's I'm very comfortable just saying, why don't you just listen to it and do what you want to do? And Mark is one of those people, Tim is one of those people, yeah. Yeah. Wow. yeah. What instruments do you play, Stephanie? You play the guitar. I play the guitar. Um, I always say not very well, but, you know, I think everybody's critical of themselves. Sure. Um, I play, I've played the guitar since I was 18, and I dabble in piano. I always say I play just enough of an instrument to be able to compose dabble. a song. <laughs> to dabble, yeah. Um, and I've written a couple new piano songs. I'm really excited about them, and I've been putting a lot of time and practice into them. And... Um, those are those are pretty much it. I you know play around on the harmonica and um, I have a, just enough instinct on a lot of instruments. Mm-hmm. But I would say the guitar and the piano are kind of where the writing comes from. So you primarily write with the guitar? Primarily, yeah. And the, but it's becoming more and more with the piano. I understand it better. It's easier to kind of see what's going on with it. It is. Yeah. It, having it all just kind of laid out like yeah. that just makes life a little bit easier. You it know, does. Where. You want to put those 88 little keys? Exactly. Yeah, absolutely. And you said you're taking piano lessons now. I am. Right? Yeah. I'm taking from Tim, actually. Tim Carplus. Oh. Yeah. He teaches, and he teaches at the School of Rock, and so he's given me my rudiments. I said, I'm a terrible student. Make me better. (laughs) He said, all right. (laughs) Well, great. All right. How about another couple influences? It sounds great. So we're going to listen to the Colin Trio now. Why the Colin Trio? Let's do a little pre-introduction this time. Uh, The Colin Trio is an amazing trio in town. Um, Colin is the lead singer and she plays piano and guitar as well. Um, Her husband is on bass and Matt is on drums and they do their own project and then they also back up other bands. And, you know, Mark may be able to say more about them. They're also really good (laughs) friends of mine, but he's worked with them more than I have. So... Yet more incestuousness, because um, <laughs> we've actually um, we've used the Colin Trio for some Karen Ann shows. They're originally from West Virginia. It's funny they've been around Portland for a couple of years, but just sort of below the radar. Yeah. And then I think um, Colin made a concerted effort to start bumping it up. And Karen was the one who first told me about it when we did the the Karen Ann CD release at the Secret Society last year. The Colin Trio. That's where I really first heard about those guys. And we went to see them. They were doing a show at the White Eagle before that, and they were just the tightest band ever. Mm, like wow. when one of my favorite things is to watch Colin play piano. Just the way she plays that piano, like the way her arms, her hands move, the, mm. the way she hits that piano. It's as solid as it can be, but just solid and fluid. It's this amazing thing to see. As much as it, is, as it is to hear, it's just to see. And I was just blown away by these guys. So I've kept in touch with them. We're, uh, we're actually going to use them on the next Karen Ann record. Oh, great. Uh, coming up, we're going to hit the studio in December. They're just wonderful. They play around town. They're doing their own thing. Great writer. All three of them are just brilliant musicians. Well, we'll just have to yeah. get them on the show here I so we can meet them it. too. Yeah, just very interesting song structures. Mm-hmm. All over the map, they write everything from... Stuff like Levon Helm band type things uh-huh. to soul, R&B, rock, uh-huh. you pick it. Even some Broadway wow. kind of stuff. So it's just, yeah, uh-huh. Very cool. fun band. All right, well, right. let's hear the Colin Trio. This is Tightening the Wire. 
All right, that was The Garden, Maria Massa. And you are listening to Portland Playlist on Portland Radio Project, by the way, on 99.1 FM 24 7. First time wow. this show's on the radio. So cool. Dude, this is so no, cool. I can't drink on the air anymore. <laughs> well, you can't say that you're drinking on the air anymore. That's right. True. <laughs> okay. So, so why tell us about that, that song? That's a beautiful I song. I love it. She's got a real soulful voice. Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, that one I picked because it's new and she has been posting about it and mm-hmm. she's really proud of it. Yeah, but, um, she as she should. It's yeah. just beautiful. She, I just really admire her. Her sound is so unique and she... Um, I've never met her in person. We've had a little bit of online interaction because she offers vocal courses. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've always wanted to take one of those vocal courses. It hasn't aligned up yet, but she's just one of those people that I'm always watching what she's doing. And she comes out with these videos and the, her guitar style is so unique. And um, I just, I've, I've always admired her. Yeah. yeah. Well, I got to sing in her choir when she was with the band Ruby Pines. Oh. So probably the last five shows that they did as a band, I got to be in her choir, and that was so fun. I have loved her since before she was even of legal age. And she would have to play her shows, and then go back the and lot? and then go back and sit in the wings with her glass of tea because you know she wasn't allowed to be with the rest of the people you know over twenty one. Um, she's she's just a sweetheart, and I have loved her for years, and I've just been so excited to see the progression of her music and wow. and herself, you know, as she oh, grows yeah. into it. And right now she's you know singing with Alan Stone, yeah. so she's on tour with them, which is just so exciting. But that so song, cool. yeah, her new song, The Garden, it really is. Oh, she knocked it out of the yeah, park. Yeah, she really did. Yeah, yeah, I've been, you know, I try only to um, share and, you know, things that genuinely appeal to me. There's so much music in this town, and she, like, it was like a magnet to mm-hmm. the stuff that she does. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. she posts about her kitten. Yeah, so, she loves her cat. Again, yes. 10 extra points. Yep, yep. right. right. <laughs> yep, she loves her kitty cat, and she loves sunflowers. Oh. So all her shows, her stage is decked with you know with some sunflowers. I didn't oh, know that's that. That's cool. another 10 that's points. Cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah. she is. I feel like she's a sunflower. I mean, she is. She just kind of radiates the sunshine. and She comes off She has way. this huge smile, and, and if you ever hear her laugh, oh, my gosh, it's the greatest laugh. <laughs> oh, that, yeah, I, just, I, I, I'm a fan of Yeah, so laughs. you'll have to meet her in person. Yeah. But we have a listener, Colleen, oh. who is listening. Hi, Colleen. Hi, Colleen. Hi, Do Colleen. I know this Colleen? I believe I think you know, I know this Colleen. Colleen. This is your friend Colleen. Yes, my friend. San Diego is listening. She's our oh, one yeah. listener. No. Yeah. no our <laughs> our, Shout our out faithful. to Colleen. She's our faithful. We pay her well. <laughs> yes. And we have a listener in Rochester, New York, too. Another friend of mine, Christy. Oh, so great. I'm going to give a shout out to my homies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Across the country. Across the country. That's right. And we did have some listeners that we don't know who they are, but that were commenting about Stephanie's voice. So thank you for oh, listening. The sexy, sultry yeah. Stephanie. Well, yeah. Wow. Yes, please keep commenting. Two ninety nine an hour can add up. Yeah, I assure you. <laughs> oh, I know. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's in a separate bank account. Try but I'm it. keeping track. Yeah. <laughs> why not? Two ninety nine. Five ninety nine. Veronica. Sorry. That's why I only have one name. Yeah. I can't afford exactly. the two. You can't afford the two. I have three names. That's because I've upped the price. You got to establish right. your own value. I'm sticking with you, kid. <laughs> yeah. All right. Join my team. Yes. <laughs> so um, I am. Curious 
curious, and I know we're going to talk more about um, Pretty Deadly next hour and your original music, but talk a little bit about Strange and the Familiars. Strange and the Familiars is a relatively new project. Uh, My old band used to be called Steph Infection and the Heebie Jeebies, (laughs) and I just thought it was so funny, Yeah, and I still think it's so funny, but the reason that I finally did switch it um, was it didn't really describe the music, and Mm -hmm. the project was changing. So as I have grown musically and artistically, I've started writing a lot more. I never considered myself a writer, but then I found that I had quite a bit of writing and a lot of fantasy writing, and... And um, I, I was talking about my cat earlier. Her name is Nina Nightmare, and I'll be singing a song about her later. And she inspired s- some short works called The Nightmare Chronicles. And the narrator, it's, it's really fun. I'm actually That's working great. on with an editor to um, oh, hopefully get wow. it published into a, just oh, a little prose book. And it would go hand in hand with the album. Yeah. Because the narrator of these Nightmare Chronicles and these fantasy stories is Stephanie Strange. And she is a character who has been burdened or charged with the responsibility responsibility of sharing stories from all the worlds, the world behind the world, this world, the dream world. She, these cats talk to her, spiders talk to her, people talk to her. It's Mm -hmm. maybe not something that she wishes that she could hear, but she does. And so her responsibility is to share these stories, Mm -hmm. whether it's in written form or in music form. And the familiars are um, the musicians that play with me and also the animals that kind of glue themselves to me, much like my little kitty cat. Like your little Nina. Mm -hmm. And if you go on to um, Stephanie's Facebook page on to, I think it's called Notes, right? Mm -hmm. Where your stories are. They're they're a lot of fun. Oh, thank you. And I loved your most recent one of the spider story. Yeah. I just thought, wow, that really is a... A very educational story or a thought-provoking story. Thank so, you. That yes. was really fun. I was literally walking home from work, and there was a spider weaving her web, yeah. and a, a leaf blew into it. And she went over to the leaf, and she checked it out. She was like feeling it, and she realized it was a leaf. And it just seemed like she was really disappointed that it wasn't a bug. <laughs> and then slowly released each strand of the leaf, and then it fell. And then she put the web back together and crawled back to the middle. And the story just immediately started spinning through yeah. my head of um, what would she be saying to me if she could speak that she has her own story yeah and so I don't think we should tell you what that is so I think you need to go to her Facebook page and you can read that story for yourself she really is quite wonderful page up on the top I'm going to cool 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 cool. all right couple more influences yeah 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 absolutely let's do it let's do it oh I love me some cool in the gang oh yeah who doesn't Saturday mornings, 11 o'clock, Soul Train. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. Or American Bandstand. Remember those days? Yeah, I do. I do. Not personally, but I did watch some of it. Okay, yes. So we're old and you're not. Thank you. Just dated myself. Oh, well. Get over it. All right. Well, we are very excited to be a commercial free music station, and we're even more excited that we are 24-7 on 99.1 now. Thank you, Airwaves. Support comes from listeners. We need our listeners and our community to help us continue to be the community local radio station that we are supporting our local Portland artists like Stephanie and Mark. But support comes from Portland Center Stage 2, and I don't know if you guys have checked out any of their recent shows. They've got Little Shop of Horrors that is playing through October 16th, and they also have... um, 
a drama called Hold These Truths. It is the story of a Japanese-American citizen who refuses to be interned during World War II. So check that out. Portland Center Stage is playing at the Armory through November 13th. And something else that is starting at Portland Center Stage is they are having First Thursday tomorrow from 5 to 7 with Mick Crenshaw playing Mm. in the lobby, probably much like when we had our local spin concert series in the lobby there. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. So he will be playing before the play starts. Okay. And um, when we did do the local spins last year, it really is a beautiful, it's a great lobby for music. It's it's a lovely lobby. It really is. So so you don't even have to go to the play to enjoy the music. So don't think, wait, I can't go to the play. Don't. Just go in and hear some music, get yourself a little drink, uh-huh. enjoy a couple of hours. That goes on from 5 to 7. They have vending tomorrow. machines there in the lobby that have pudding. <laughs> really? <laughs> yes. Oh, my gosh. That's information that they should be advertising. That's the best thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> Do they come with spoons? Is it like a snack pack? I would I, hope they come with spoons. I think it's, right. it's Imagine more people gl- taking these the into the play. Spoons Watch the play. <laughs> I think it's a little bit more glamorous than a snack pack, so I do think it has a spoon, but I think dessert out of a machine is brilliant. <laughs> Definitely. Automated That's, desserts. There you go. Dessert anyway, actually, what? I think is brilliant. <laughs> I don't know. Sugar is an addictive drug. Right. Desserts. Sadly, I have to attest. <laughs> Since we were having the old Coke, new Coke argument in here earlier. That's right. It seems sugar seems to be a running theme this evening. Okay. You got something to say. I can see it on your face. I, I'm, a, I'm a salt guy. I like a, Oh, I boo. Like no, I do too. too. That's, that's why I think we like peanut butter, Stephanie, yes. because it is the best of both worlds. It yeah. is. You put some peanut butter on an apple, and it's right. sweet, and it's salty. You could put salt on sugar. It just enhances the flavor you of everything. salt on sugar. <laughs> yeah. Salt is always Kettle good. popcorn now. Hello. Yeah. That's because we needed to combine oh. the sugar you and know, the salt. That's not my jam, but I do like to put M&Ms in my popcorn. Mm. So, they so that they melt. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, oh that's, the, that's the stuff right there. It's going to be a long night tonight. <laughs> I think we have to work on that dessert sponsor for our show. Don't let's you think find so? out who Cause... does those vending machines. <laughs> set one up the, down the hall. Get the leftovers <laughs> out of it, so that the people exercising down the hall so can the have their dessert the when they're done. Builders yeah. down there, yeah, have a cheesecake. Stuff. Just call it Poppinems. Yeah, Poppinems. <gasps> TM TM copyright copyright. copyright. <laughs> Oh, wait, this is a music show, right? <laughs> right, oh, yes. Okay. okay, sorry. Tasty Tuesday, if you want to talk all right. about food, listen Talks. in on Tuesday mornings for Stephen Schaubler's yes. Tasty Tuesday, and you can hear all the stuff about food, but I guess right. we better get back to the music. <laughs> well, sorry, folks. <laughs> okay, so that was Cool in the Gang. Why Cool in the Gang? Because oh, they're cool. Because they're cool. With a K. With a, qu- with a K. That's the only way you can be cool, really. Uh, my dad. My dad introduced me to the music that I did listen to, and that was Cool in the Gang and Madonna growing up. And oh. I used to sing it into his hand microphone to me and my sister. Very, very loving, attentive father. Loves, very playful, and um, just instilled a very deep love of Cool in the Gang. Oh, nice. Me. Was he a musician, too? You spoke earlier about there being a lot of instruments in the home and music in the home, but not a lot of produced music. So were your folks and family musicians? Actually, they weren't. Okay. Uh, my dad always said that he had wondered if he would, could have pursued music because mm-hmm. he, he thinks that he could and I think he could have as well, oh. but he never went down that path. Um, there were no musicians in my family and then um, years ago, we got a phone call on the answering machine and someone saying, Anthony, it's your half-brother. We didn't know. 
He had a half brother, and he dun, said, dun, dun. "Yeah, I found you. Call me. Oh my gosh, it's time to reconnect." And um, found out that he and his children are all musicians. Really. Mm-hmm. So shout out to Uncle Chuck. It was such a bizarre thing to happen because obviously we didn't know that we had that part of the family. And some of I understood myself a little bit better after it, too, because a lot of things I didn't know really where they came from. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And so there is the story that you sang. What was it you sang before you spoke? Or you, or you started talking by singing? I both. I was, when, as mo- soon as I was talking, I was singing everything. Uh-huh. My grandmother used to. She had a little cassette recorder, and she recorded all of it. Oh, cute. Yeah, and um, she would ask me to sing. Oh, you don't even know. I, I think Mark's wheels are spinning. <laughs> my mom has some tapes, I think, of my high little voice. Because oh. my grandmother, she would try to get me to sing, and I never would. So all she would do is just start humming, and right away I would just start singing. And so we had those all throughout, you know, my childhood. Yeah, I'll I'll have to ask my mom about it. They could be playing in the background of the next record. Oh, yeah, I like it. I do remember the the first, first song I ever wrote, which was in... Probably grade school. It was called Tiger Eyes. And my family still calls me once in a while and will sing it to me over the voicemail to let me know oh. that they remember that song and all the lyrics. And my first band, <laughs> The Star Sparklers, my mom made shirts for us. Okay. Really? Oh, oh my yeah. gosh. It was a family affair. Oh. Um, they were not in the band. She well, just no, but I mean, them. oh, yes, it was definitely a family affair. Behind the scenes. Oh, absolutely. They yeah. still, like, they, they used to embarrass me. And now, I'm, as soon as they start singing it to me, I'm just like, you forgot the second verse. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's great. Yeah. I love it. And how about this Annie DeFranco song? Uh, that was, was it Not a Pretty Girl? Yes. That's what it was playing? Yes. That was the first song on the first mixtape that I ever got from my first best friend. Oh, wow. And it blew my world up. It was, I'd never heard um, a female voice sing so strongly and yes. so uniquely in those kinds she's of awesome. lyrics. She's amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's a businesswoman. She's got, she's got, she's figured it out and she did it on her own mm-hmm. painstakingly, the long, hard, slow way. And very much against the grain too. Yeah. Very much, mm-hmm. very much. And even, you know, I think it's really interesting that she lost a lot of her fan base when she married a man and had a baby. Mm-hmm. Um, and mm-hmm. she still, she's always been really true to herself, no matter what. She's yeah. never, um, she's never been a figurehead for the sake of being a figurehead. Yeah. And that song, yeah, just just kind of changed everything for me mm-hmm. when I realized you could sing about those kinds of things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so that was the first song on a mixtape. But mm-hmm. what was the first tape or CD that you ever bought? Paula With Abdul. your own. Oh my. Oh okay. boy. Mm-hmm. Okay. Is that uh, I can't I can't read you well enough. Is that um, a, I'm trying to think the name of that album because I can picture it. Um, I know Cold Hearted Snake was on it. Was the name of the album straight up? Yes, maybe, maybe it was. Yeah. Paula. Oh, Paula. I love her. You gotta love Paula. I do love Paula. I love Paula too. I like Genuinely. her. Genuinely, that's um, not ironic. What she? What is she on all the time now? Uh, some ju- the dance uh, like da- so you think you can dance so is that the one she's on that's what she's yeah. on yeah I, I no, don't I like her. her yeah I do too she really she really knows her stuff yeah <laughs> she does so, is she still on that show I don't yeah. know from so the album was Forever Your Girl. Forever oh, that's right. That's 1988. Right. Mm-hmm. Oh, 1988. And that was with your own money you bought that. was that. with my own money. Okay. Cassette tape. Cassette. cassette. Mm-hmm. And cassettes are coming back. Do you still have it? I'm sure it's worth a million. I, I don't. I don't have any of my old cassette tapes. You know, they're coming back, which is so interesting, isn't it? You know, that we've had some, uh, some, some of the musicians on the show lately have meet just was doing one on cassette and Gil from glasses. He's doing one on cassette or did do it. It's, it's funny to me because we only have so many ways to play music. Now who has a cassette tape 
player. I guess we'll find out because people are making cassettes. Yeah. Right. Um, and so. they're all the rage to go buy them in used record stores. And yeah, I, I, they're, they're definitely convenient. You can just put it in your little pocket. Mm-hmm. And, and who doesn't love so pushing the rewind button? <laughs> the little re- Yeah, exactly. Getting back to where you need to be. I actually <laughs> yeah. made a little... Watching tape. it spin around. Is yeah. that how big the tape was? And then you know. tape over the top so you can record a song for your friend <laughs> yes. and make a mixtape. Yes. And that's how, that's how I got into trouble was I made a cassette tape for myself when I was pretty young. Because when my grandmother recorded me, I got into the habit of doing that. And I was driving in the car in high school, and I had a mixtape that I was listening to, and it stopped. Um, the music ended. And then I, the, my voice, my childhood voice came to me, and I had a lisp. And she said, Stephanie, I'm going to tell you the secret to happiness. And I taped over it with a Spice Girl song. So I, my young self never got a chance to communicate the message to the older self because of cassette tapes. So my stance on cassette tapes is understandably negative. <laughs> <laughs> I think we need to break for some peanut butter now. I, I'm traumatized. I need uh, I need a whole jar to myself oh at my least. Goodness. Maybe we could get a couple. Let's see. In. Do we have one in the corner? <laughs> maybe we'll maybe we do. One. That's we, why we need that vending machine with yes. the, right. with the pudding and the peanut pudding and peanut butter. <laughs> Mark is just fluff. shaking his head. Powder fluff. Powder fluff. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Oh well, gosh. let's hear some. Original music. All right. You guys are going to play live right now, right? We are. All right. And we are going to hear Pie. That's the first song we're going to hear. Any background you want to give on this song? I was working on a candy bus at the time, and it was exactly what it sounds like. A A candy bus? A candy bus. It was a bus that was converted into a candy store, and we sold vintage candy. Veronica, that's what you need. That's I was. I called myself the sweet tart. machines are so passe. I know. I I was a little underwhelmed, but I didn't want to say anything. It was the best summer Point of my Stephanie. life. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I worked on a candy bus. I'm gonna. I put that on my resume still. <laughs> and funny. it was a great summer. And um, I brought this guitar to the bus one day, and I just wrote this ditty while I was sitting there. I was just nice. happy, and it was a beautiful day. Pretty hard to be. 
pretty hard to be. I think we all know that pie is pretty damn hard to be. Some damn pie. Oh. I know, right? Blueberry. Apple. Oh, yes. Mm. Blueberry. What about you, Mark? Um, yeah, apple, but with cheddar cheese wedges. No, no, no. Yes. That Ooh. just ruins it. No. <laughs> <laughs> How about you, Veronica? Just Veronica? No, I like blueberry. I'm blueberry. good with blueberry. Yeah, blueberry, marionberry, heated. Wait a minute. Be nice we had to all agree. <laughs> Two blueberry and... No. Wait, what was We yours? all get different kinds of pie. Well, I started with blueberry, but oh. I can go blueberry, marionberry. Okay, you get marionberry. We have <laughs> okay. to be different. Oh, we all have to have different ones. I'll take And I guess, Mark, yours with the cheese, that makes it a whole different pie. So you can have your <laughs> apple and, and cheese, and I'll have my apple. I'm English. I can't help it. It's English. Well, I guess so. Okay. You're allowed. Or with Stilton, if you give me some Stilton. Then. No. I think whipped cream and lots of cinnamon. Ooh. Oh. Now that sounds good. We're back on dessert again. <laughs> Bump that up with some caffeine. Huh? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Coffee yeah. and pie takes place of the coffee and cigarettes that Otis Redding sang about. Just coffee and pie. <laughs> My friend and I in high school, we took a uh, dance course, and I think we—I'm not sure if we did it to lose weight or just to get fit, or we needed it for a credit. Um, and we ended up halfway through, like skipping every other class and getting pie at the <laughs> pie place right near down the street. So we we both gained a good amount of weight, and we're much much happier by the time the class was done. <laughs> I'll do that too. I will do that. Yes, it will. (laughs) So talk about Pretty Deadly. Talk about this album. Well, this album was... I had been sort of dragging my feet on producing anything for one reason or another, fears, thinking I couldn't do it, and... um, a year, uh, August 14th of last year, I quit drinking and it was a pretty monumental decision. And, um, it was coming up about three months before that date and I needed something. I just had something to, I was like, should I go overseas? Should I do this? Should I do that? What are the big things that I want to do in life to mark this occasion? And that was, I decided recording an album. So with a ridiculous crunch of a timeline, uh, I wanted to make sure that I had it the, like the weekend or the weekend after the, of that date um, to have the EP release show. And I picked the songs and I just recorded the album. The title track was inspired by a local comic book called Pretty Deadly about three very deadly women that um, are different aspects of death and destruction. And um, a lot of the tracks on the album are inspired by other local art um, photographers and other artists and things oh. like that. Yeah. So it was quite an interesting journey, a learning curve. I'm really happy with it. It was stressful in the best way. It forced growth in the best way and gave me what I needed to give myself that marker mm-hmm. of I'm growing. And mm-hmm. I, I, it, cause it's hard to see growth from the inside. It mm-hmm. just feels like constantly struggling and you're not getting anywhere. And to have that kind of marker for myself sure. was very, very important. So I can look back and say, there's a division right there. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's wonderful. Did you have all of the songs already written? Mm-hmm. Okay. Pretty deadly. I'd say was the least developed of all the songs. Um, I, I tend to write the bones of a song, the guitar part, the melody, the lyrics, and um, present them to whoever I'm playing the songs with. And those were the most 
bare bones of all the songs and that that developed quite nicely well especially with what mark did with that song yeah (laughs) definitely he came to the studio and changed changed the sound of it (laughs) he has all these pedals you can't see all of them i'll take a picture and post it (laughs) so let's listen to an actual track from the album wonderful which one are we going to listen to well i don't know how about leave me alone or take me to bed that sounds great that song Steamy. Steamy. Yeah. Steamy. Mm. That salty steamy. Steamy and delicious. Yeah. Yes. A very, uh, very representative of, I think, m- females generally. Steamy and delicious. <laughs> steamy. <laughs> uh, well, leave me alone or take me to bed. <laughs> yeah. we went and from, steamy and delicious. We went from dessert to smut. There we go. <laughs> they can be in the same category. Yes, yes yeah. they can. <laughs> Still, 
was Leave Me Alone or Take Me to Bed. You're listening to the Portland Playlist on Portland Radio Project. And we've got Stephanie Shelza. Beautifully said. Good job. Mm -hmm. Thank you. (laughs) I had to write it down. Mm -hmm. I learned my lesson once. (laughs) We've got Stephanie in the studio with us along with Mark Bowden. The talented right. Master Bowden, as Patrick Curtin likes to call the him. Pocket pet, what can I say? Pocket, <laughs> pocket pet who packs a punch? <laughs> now that I will accept. Okay. <laughs> Backstory, you had to you had to be here. Okay. <laughs> T shirts next week, everybody. That's right. <laughs> oh my goodness. So that is a that is a delicious, Saucy delicious song. song. Yeah. Oh my goodness! Yeah, it's very so touch well. me in the morning and then just walk away. Yeah, no, no strings attached. No, on this nothing. Song. Just no. get out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all done. Yeah, it was um, Dean Budaris played the stand-up bass on it. Um, Tim played keys. Kelly Clifton played the saxophone, and she played bass on the rest of the tracks. And you know, I'd been playing with her for years, and then about a year before this, she said. Um, oh well, I'm actually good at saxophone, and I was like, "What? She's, she's amazing! So it was rich so and sexy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She really killed. She really made the song. Yeah. Um, and so that was that was a fun little track because that was sort of in between projects, mm-hmm. and where I was thinking about just going by my name, which I've never wanted to do, just because I think that a concept, a storyline, is much more interesting. And um, but I sort of just kind of pulled the different people together. So th- this was recorded separately from the rest of the songs on the EP. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. wow. And Mark played guitar. Mark is everywhere. Oh yeah, he re- really put a little bit of that extra, extra sex it's in that song. Sprinkled the the saucy extra cheddar. I don't know. He left the cheddar at home for that one. It was all apple yeah. pie. Yeah, <laughs> extra cinnamon. It has, something has to be sexier than cheddar for that song. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Powdered fluff. <laughs> hmm. I think well, we should maybe keep keep gone. that one go. We, we'll have. Bad. Yeah. <laughs> it's gone bad. Think on it a little bit more. <laughs> 
So another live song. Absolutely. Okay, so now we're going to hear Borneo, yes? Borneo, okay. yes. Um, this song I always yeah. dedicate to Mike. He's a gentleman that I met on an airplane, and he was telling me a little bit about his, his life. When he was 18, he and his wife met, and they fell madly in love. Mm-hmm. And they had a globe on their refrigerator, and he spun it, and she put her finger down, and it landed on Borneo. And so their life savings was called the Borneo Fund. And they adopted a daughter, and... Um, uh, about a year before I met him, he was talking to me, and he let me know that she had passed away of brain cancer. They, oh. and it was a very malignant, and she they she only lived for about six months after they had the diagnosis. And so when I was talking to Mike, he was telling me about how he was still trying to get he and his daughter to Borneo. And I left the airplane, and I said, good luck getting to Borneo, Mike. And he just looked at me with tears in his eyes, and he said, oh. we'll get there. And then I got off the plane, and I bawled like a baby. Of course. And this song just kind of... Um, from her perspective, talking to him wow. kind of came out. Oh. So this is Borneo, and this one's for Mike, who touched me very deeply, if you're listening.
will spin the globe wherever your hand lands that's where you go Beautiful. That touching. is very touching, and I just had no idea what the story was behind that. So. Yeah. Well, well this, it sounds a little bit happier than it, it does it than is. what the story is. But yeah. um, it's you know the it is a sweet message, and it's what he taught me. What he shared in like sharing so much of himself is, uh, do it, do it now. Don't mm-hmm. wait. Mm-hmm. Go, go to Borneo. Go wherever your finger lands. Just you never know what's going to happen. So appreciate every moment and go for it. It's so true, isn't it? Because, you know, people people always say that when either some an instance like that has happened where somebody's passed or you're in the process of passing yourself or a loved one is, and they always say, don't waste those moments. You know, right. really, if you really want to do something, just do it because tomorrow may not come. And I always try to take that to heart, but at the same time, it's it's always one of those things that doesn't seem quite relatable that you just... Oh, but there is tomorrow, you know? Well, I can't do it right now. There's tomorrow. There's next year. Exactly. And we're supposed to plan for tomorrow. Mm-hmm. That's part of it, too. So where yeah. do you find that balance between living in the moment, appreciating every moment, but also trying to plan enough to set things up for your for yourself, but not right. dragging your feet on it? Exactly. Yeah. I know. Wow. Well, Mike, that was a wonderful song for you, and thank you for sharing the story. Yeah, thank you, Mike. Are you a big traveler? I am not a big traveler. That's on my list of things to do. I don't even have a passport. Yeah. We'll get on that. I know it. So you can be ready to fly with the birds. Exactly. I I dropped some friends off at the airport this morning, and um, I just, uh, you know, that airport, the the feeling of it, I was like, I just want to get on a plane. I just Mm want to go somewhere, Mm -hmm. anywhere. I got to figure out, I'm thinking about just taking a little trip in my car somewhere solo, because I've never really done it alone, so I don't mm-hmm. really know if I know how to do it. Right. But I figure, you know, what, what's there to lose? Worst case, sleep in your car. Have, yeah. have your guitar. Mm-hmm. It's very liberating to travel alone. That's what I've, I've heard. Mm-hmm. traveled alone, and I enjoy it very much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like I get to see what I want to see and not right. have to worry about anybody else's agenda or itinerary mm-hmm. and experience it the way that I want to experience it only with the lens that I need to worry about. Right. So I highly suggest you yeah, do it. Yeah, I'll great. have to do it. Def- well, after writing that song, I kind of have to. You kind of have to. Would you do it in a candy bus? Oh, can I? I don't know. Yes, why not? <laughs> well, I'll have to talk to my old boss. I think it still yeah. exists for parties well, and things. Well, can't your vehicle become the candy bus? Yeah, candy car. If I, I think that just requires having enough candy, which is no problem. Right. Well, and then you're on a road trip. That should be easy to do because you just keep adding to exactly. it. Exactly. Well, let's just start gluing Skittles on the outside of your car. Perfect. Yeah, yeah. But you wouldn't want to put the M and M's on the outside because they would melt. Right. right, and then you have and to eat them can. immediately. <laughs> well, right, which would be hard to do when you're driving. But yeah, I'd find a way. Twinkies will never go bad. Twinkies, Twinkies. Oh, that's right. And then that would provide a necessary airbag bumper. Twinkie the bumper. Oh. That's our new side. That's, that's the new TM copyright copyright. <laughs> You'll have to make sure to listen to the podcast that we post mm-hmm. so that you can remember all the things that you copyrighted. <laughs> that's right. Twinkie the bumper. Twinkie the Don't. Bumper. Twinkie the bumper. Do. <laughs> Twinkie the bumper. Do. Don't. Twinkie. Twinkie the bumper. Oh, my goodness. 
Oh, I hear it. Yes. I can hear it. That's something is coalescing from the ether right now. Right. Yeah, I think we could do a 20 minute riff on this right now. I think so. <laughs> the rest of the show, how much time do we have? Yeah. We've got 27 minutes. I think you could easily Twinkie do that. Bumper, pie the roof. <laughs> you need a jumpsuit, though, Mark, to do that. Only if it's silver. Only, yeah. Oh, oh uh, that can be done. Oh, it will be. He said that very quickly. I know. <laughs> I can see there's been some uh, thought With, going on uh, in here. You know, Hot pink Chuck Taylors, just saying. Oh, yeah. Wow. That, like uh, really off the cuff with that ensemble choice. <laughs> Dressed all in black as you are. That's quite a contrast from uh, your usual attire. I'm in all black, too. This is the Clark Kent wear. <laughs> this is, you see silver jumpsuits and um, hot pink. I'm just shoes. thinking it's going to be great for the pictures later because you're wearing my favorite colors, black, and you're holding this red guitar. Mm, fire engine red, cherry red, <gasps> Miss yeah. Red Delicious. Yes. Actually gifted to me, um, my best friend, Mercy McNabb, and Kelly Clifton bassist, and a guy I was seeing at the time, plow over that, um, <laughs> raised money for this guitar because I needed a new one. Oh. And so it was very special. Very it special is, guitar. and I just love it yeah we'll get we'll get some pictures of it and i love the back of it it's her new it's going to be her new uh series of stories Mm -hmm. i've decided yep yep definitely okay (laughs) then children's book after that yes yes the adventures of the red delicious There are a lot of projects that are going on, especially after tonight. Oh, yeah. Like five or six things. There's five or six. There's I no have time a, for a road trip. There's No, I can't travel. Okay. All right. We got to work on this No, stuff. the road trip is where you f- finalize all the ideas for the oh, stories. Yes. And you, for the Red Delicious Chronicles, you have to be on a road trip. That's true. Oh and take God. pictures of her wherever yes. we go. Like the gnome. Where yes. is, traveling where is like Red Delicious now? Yeah. Yes. I like it. Okay. You have a show coming up. I do. October 19th. Yes. The Waypost. The Waypost. Time to be determined. Or Ooh, do we know? It's it's on the website. Okay. Uh, I have the event on my Facebook page, which okay. is going to be posted. And, and the we'll event link has all, all of the that times. for everybody yeah. to see. Okay, good. Yeah. And you are playing with Karen Ann and Sandra Dolores? Yeah. Sandra Dolores is coming from out of town. I've never met her. but I was going to say I'm not familiar with her. So yeah. that's why she's out of town. It's um, Karen t- was putting together the poster, and she asked for an image, and I sent her a picture of um, my cat has her hand over my mouth, and it's it's a funny little image. Aww. And um, when I saw the final image, it's a beautiful picture, candid of Karen Ann, and a beautiful picture of Dolores, and um, and then it's me with this picture of the cat over my mouth, and I'm like, oh, okay, perfect. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we Sorry. are going to um, hear a song about your cat actually now yes. right yes okay. miss nina nightmare nina which has nightmare. already been introduced um so the idea is that these three black cats this is true they, they showed up on my front porch this raggedy little group and this story started coming into my head of that they're not cats they just seemed different than cats somehow and they're that's because they're not they're nightmares they wander in our nightmares and protect us from our demons which are our fears while we sleep so that we can rest and that's why they're a little bit rough around the edges because mm-hmm. you are fighting things like demons and fears. You're probably going to have to develop some edges yourself. Yeah. So this is about her. Right. She walks in your dreams 
While you are sleeping in places best left unseen She dances with skeletons in your closet The monsters under your bed She's a nightmare She might be worse than the things that she fights She's a nightmare She's worse than the things that come out when you turn off the lights. is always dedicated to the girl. Whenever I go home, I tell her I sang your song. And she goes, I don't care, give me food. (laughs) (laughs) I can totally see a cat doing what you're, you know, that sounds like a cat in your song. Yeah. Doesn't it? That's why she she does a fine impression of a cat, I always say. Yes. Yeah. And Mark, the guitar is just the perfect, your strumming is, yeah, just sets the scene very well. 
Needing the nightmare. I just love it. <laughs> I um, ran into somebody who I who follows me on Facebook the other day. We've been friends for a while. And he said, Facebook friend, Facebook friend. And I said, Facebook friend. Isn't that weird? And he said, yeah, that's gross. Hey, man, I love your cat. <laughs> like, all right. Okay. It's worth something. <laughs> that's right. Gross or not. Yeah. <laughs> well, I do want to encourage people again to go to Stephanie's Facebook and read her stories because you, you not only do you paint amazing pictures in, in your songs, but reading your stories, they're just so vivid and the imagery is, you can just see the whole picture. Thank you. Yeah. That's, that's really, I appreciate you encouraging that. You know, I get, I write little jokes on my Facebook page and um, I'll publish like tiny, short little poems that I can do on my feed, but it's been difficult getting people to actually read to go, my stories yeah. and poems and things like yeah. that. You know, it takes a little bit longer to... Well, we're the two there. second, you know, yeah. society here and you have to spend more time to read more than a paragraph. It's true. It's true. <laughs> I mean, writing people in just, itself, I'm just like yeah. spent for the day. Right. Yeah. Well, I do encourage people to take some time and actually read something because they are their great little stories. Thank you. And I think I can just see a book, you know. Yeah. Hopefully that's that's the direction that it's heading yeah. in to have this umbrella world and to have the music and the poetry and the yeah. short stories fall into that world because it's it's quite vivid in my head and yeah. it, it's developing very, very naturally and um, it's something that I really want to share because I think it's mm-hmm. dark and magical and playful. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I can see it with costumes too. Your release, your Pockets. release shows. Yes, costumes, the spoken word and song. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's a great. We have idea. another idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. another idea. DM copyright copyright. I think <laughs> Nina needs her own newsletter. Yes. Now mm. there is an idea that I'm definitely or advice going column. To. Yeah, or Twitter account. Or all, all of the above. Of this. Okay. <laughs> Mark is just going. Okay. I know. I don't know, but like I, I got very excited as soon as you said that. I think I need to figure something uh-huh. out. Brand strategist, just saying. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> People would much. I'm going to be honest. Much, much prefer to interact with her than me. Not for any other reason that she's just you know wicked and a cat. And who, how often do you get to do that? So. I know. You can live vicariously through Nina the Nightmare. I have claws. Claws. You've got claws. Mm-hmm. She's way safer. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> well, she, you can at least see her claws. <laughs> mm, yeah. Touche. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Leave me alone or take me to bed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just, you know, keep them hidden underneath a smile. Yeah. <laughs> underneath the covers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so should we hear... Um, a recorded one? What do you guys Or do you want to like play doing? a live one? You got one more live one. One more live one. Can rock, right? Yeah. Heat wave? Yeah. So you want to do that? And then we will chit chat a little bit more and close the show out with with another song? Yeah. yeah. That sounds great. Okay. Yeah. I definitely want to give a shout out to Jean Mosteller. Um, she is the viola player on many of these tracks, and she and I have played music together for a long time. Um, she is doing Vancouver Symphony stuff right now, but oh, wow. she has she added so much to these songs. She wrote all of her own parts on it, and um, I just wanted to give her, because she definitely deserves that, that shout out. Okay. Yeah. Uh, this song is called Heat Wave. It's about excess and lack and all the extremes that we have in this world.
the ice cream truck, I would eat you with a spoon. And this might get a little bit messy, but I don't mind the sticky residue. You come rolling down the street and your song lifts my heavy heart. People will pay anything in a heat It just makes it all delicious again. I know, right? I mean, food. No wonder we keep talking about food. I keep writing about food. Writing about it. We're talking about it. Channeling it. Oh my goodness. Love pie and ice cream. Love pie and ice cream. Love pie, ice cream, and cats. What else could you need? All a lonely woman needs on Saturday night. It's perfect. You sang it, sister. I will join that club. Yeah. Me too. Wow, that was a that was a window into our souls, yes. wasn't it? Well, deal with it, world. <laughs> and guess what? Pretty happy, actually. That's right. Yeah. Who needs anything else? I sure don't. No. I, again, leave me alone or take me to bed. Right. Yeah. Enough said. Out of here. <laughs> so, who else was playing on this album with you? On this album, let's see. We had uh, Mark Powers on drums. 
Yeah, he okay. came in. Which is another person, job. sort of like Mark Bowden, who's All everywhere. Yeah. His, his drums go so on so everywhere. many projects. He it's does. just amazing. And yeah. he's another one of those really nice people. Yeah. Oh, you know, so nice. Isn't he? Yeah, yeah, he really is. Just a very, very kind person. And again, lays in exactly what you need and mm-hmm. doesn't bring any ego to the project nope. or anything. Yep. Um, Tim, while he recorded it, he also played keys on this album. Um Carly Bear came in and she played some accordion on oh. Cause and Effect, which was really fun. Uh-huh. It was sort of a last minute thing and she was so great about it. And um, what other instrumentation was there on there? I wish I had the CD in front of me right now. Um, Kelly Clifton was on bass. Jean played the viola. We had, I know there were another couple specialty instruments. Um, of course, my brother my brother from another mother, uh, Chris White, came in and played some bongos and congos on oh, nice. Cause and Effect. And that was really fun because he was the drummer in Steph Infection and the Heebie Jeebies. Oh. And he's very much one of those um, musical soul partners. So it was really cool to have him come in for that. Very cool. Yeah. Yeah. yeah shout out to him and his family, Gina and Radley. I love you all. Nice. Where can people buy Pretty Deadly? Right now, people can buy Pretty Deadly at my shows. Okay. And buy, let's see. I'm thinking mid November, um, the end of November by the very latest, it'll be available on iTunes and Spotify. Oh, fantastic! Yeah, so it'll be available online, and um, you know, maybe Mark and I can sit down and figure out how it can be for sale on the website, yeah. things like that. Okay. Um, I haven't quite figured out all those logistics yet. Um, just getting some last little things fixed up, and then it'll be online and available for everybody. Cool. But the shows are definitely a great place to come out and say hello and introduce yourself. Mm-hmm. And I love to meet people who um, enjoy the song and want to experience new music and talk to yeah. them. Yeah. Face-to-face is always really great. And October her next 19th. Show. Yep. Yep. I was just going to say that. October yep. 19th. Yep. Mm-hmm. And so, but um, definitely I will be posting about when they are available online as well right. and all the places you can buy them. So okay. um, it's just has happened that my personal Facebook page is a really great place to be getting all of this information. I keep it really updated with yeah. everything. So shows and where you can buy things and when they're available. Great. Yeah. And maybe uh, we can get Terry Courier into listening here. Maybe he's listening and he can get you into Music Millennium, perhaps. Oh, I would love that. Wouldn't that be great? I'll bring pie, Terry. (laughs) (laughs) And peanut butter. What's your poison? (laughs) Whatever your poison is, she will deliver along with her CDs. Yes, CDs and me and some sugar. (laughs) (laughs) So before we close out, you have the one show coming up, but is there anything else in the future aside from we decided you've got to take a road trip and there's a road (laughs) trip and and get your passport and go international. Yeah, that's definitely passport is in the books. I am right now just, Oh, I'm working on um, booking the Laurel first and uh, just constantly trying to book out. And so that is all stuff that I'm going to continue to keep updated and um, working with a lot of musicians right now and figuring out fun, different instrumentations, a little bit of a jazzy set, a little bit of a rock set. So that's a lot of work and it's really fun. And I've connected with so many musicians and it's a really great reminder why I do this. I do it because it it feeds my soul, obviously, and it allows me to process things, but to be able to meet so many amazing people and Mm -hmm. create with them and share moments and get to know them is just invaluable. I don't know what my path would be otherwise. It's taken me in beautiful places. So um, there's going to be some really fun things coming up with the music, a lot of different sounds and different interpretations and a lot of new music too. Great. I'm very, very excited about the next wave. It's, mm-hmm. So the shows are going to be showing small little permutations of those mm-hmm. changes. Oh, and then in a couple great. months, you'll probably see some, some kind of bigger changes going on. Yeah. Are you in the process of writing another 
batch of songs for well, an album? I have enough songs to make probably six albums. Okay. Uh-huh. So <laughs> I am in the process of figuring out what the steps are going to be for the next album. Mm-hmm. And from there, but I'm continuing to write as well. So um, Mark is very helpful and instrumental in that in terms of the picking of the songs and kind of figuring how that process goes. Um, he's been doing it for so long and he does it for so many people. And so um, being able to kind of shape that a little bit more and mm-hmm. go into this with what I've learned mm-hmm. and being able to um, use the knowledge of the people around me who have offered it up. Well, fabulous. What do you got going on, Mark? What doesn't he have oh, going yeah, on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> My wearying life. No. Um, just a bunch of stuff. I got a number of shows coming up with Karen Lovely. We'll be, we're doing a festival in Kentucky this weekend, and then I'm back. Um, Karen Ann and I hit the road from probably the last week in October through mid November. She and I are going to be out touring. Uh, then after that, as we were talking about mm-hmm. off mic, is uh, the big next Walt show. Um, this will be the sixth year. It's the 40th anniversary. So they're they're pulling out all the stops. It's going to be uh, three nights. Three nights this year. And it's uh, the week of Thanksgiving, right? Yeah, the Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Mm-hmm. So we've got, and that's just an all-star cast. Mm-hmm. And then pretty much right after that, about two weeks later, Stumptown Soul. Mm-hmm. Similar kind of thing, but more of a holiday show at the Star Theater. Then we start working on Karen Ann's next record. Mm-hmm. Uh, Karen Lovely's working on a record. And, and wow. in case you haven't figured out, Mark is heavily involved in both of those bands. And when they tour, he tours with them. So Yeah, I'm sort of yeah. gone more lately. It's been more out-of-town out of stuff. I know, it yeah. has. And I do want to let everybody know that... Um, Karen Lovely and the band that you guys comprised at the Blues Festival (laughs) were just nominated for the Best Performance of the Year for the Cascade Blues Association Awards and or nominations. And um, if nobody was at the Blues Fest this year, oh my goodness, the set that you guys put on, it was you and Karen and Ben Rice and Lisa Lisa Mann. Who were the other? We had Wynn. Wynn was on keyboards. We had um, Timmer Blakely was on bass. Then he and Lisa had a whole bass duo. Yeah. Oh and my gosh. And then Jim Pugh from Bonnie Raitt. Yeah. The, the Bonnie Raitt crew came down. It was just. They. It, was off the it really was yeah. a phenomenal performance. I mean, we. So I was one of the photographers in the pit with the other ones, and there were several times where we just all stopped mm-hmm. and put our cameras down, looked at each other, going, "Oh my God, did you hear that? <laughs> yeah. It really was. It was just was a fun day. One of one of the most memorable. I mean, it, there's no wonder it was nominated for a performance because it was just phenomenal. I mean, what you guys, we were even saying, you're like, they have to be a band. They should mm-hmm. all form together and be a band. <laughs> it was so good. Yep. Oh, and I'm, I, I would be miss uh, in saying it was um, the Thunder Brothers. The rhythm section was um, Timur's friend Justin. I'm blanking on Justin's last name, but Justin was on drums. These guys, he and Timur Blakely do a, a whole bunch of rhythm section stuff around town. So I want to shout out to Justin. Don't want to forget, forget. forget our drummer. Uh, so. right nice. Well, sounds like uh, both of you have a lot of Very things going on. Busy, 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 busy beavers. Busy. We're going to close the show close out, out with the with... title track from Pretty Deadly. Wonderful. And oh my gosh, this is so amazing. Mark's guitar work on this song. Oh yeah, gosh. it was, and it was just like that. It was, you know, maybe two takes tops. And if the take it was, he would be playing and he'd be like, "Well, let me take that one again." And then he was out. And the song was changed. It was different wow. after that. It was pretty cool to have, you know, be trying to figure out what we were going to do with this song. And Tim and I were just like, well, this is the one that really hasn't clicked yet. And 
Mr. Mark Bowden made Mark it, made it and there you, <laughs> he put his magic into it. He did. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, yeah. thank you both thank you. very much very for being fun. on the Portland Thank you. Yeah. this evening, yeah. Stephanie and Mark. We appreciate it very much. Vice Stephanie person. Shelza, mm-hmm. October 19th. Catch this girl. Go. Yes. She's fantastic. Go she's see very cute, too. Oh, she is, with her cute. glasses yeah. and her red guitar. Oh, yeah. thank you. So do it. It just takes away from the bite a little bit. Yeah. yeah. And Mark's cute, too. We don't want to leave you out. Look at that hat. Look at that hat. Yeah. (laughs) And you two are adorable. Oh. Yeah. (laughs) Next time it's the jumpsuit, though, Mark. Okay. Silver and pink. Yeah. All right. (laughs) Pretty deadly. Thanks for listening, everyone. Pretty deadly You're Pretty deadly You're Pretty deadly You're Pretty deadly Promises that fall from your lips Could sink a thousand ships It's a good thing I was privy To your tricks I'm pretty deadly How the poetry I put in your ear affects you. But I can't sleep, so I can't dream anymore. No, I can't dream anymore. Well, I can't dream She's got knives in her bootstraps, let alone cards up her sleeve. We ain't rolling with the angels here. You want something, you'll say please. Didn't your mama teach you no manners, boys? She walks alone to places unknown The harder to trace her misdeeds Oh yeah, she's pretty deadly Oh yeah, she's pretty deadly Oh yeah, she's pretty deadly She's 
Pretty deadly. She's pretty deadly. 